Hello! And welcome to... Two! Filthy. Nerds! We're filthy. And we're bringing a lot of energy over there. We're nerds. And we're nerds and there's two of us. Hello and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. If you are not already part of our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash twofilthynerds. Follow us on all our social media at twofilthynerds. Give us attention. Also, review, rate, subscribe. Yes. Whatever it is you need to do on all podcast platforms. Support Please, for us. the love of God, give us attention. We know you're money. out there. We know help you're out us, there. Help us. Help us. Yes. We know you're out there. We see the downloads. Start leaving the reviews. We need the reviews to reflect the amount of people listening. We want your help. So we honestly can make ad money is literally what it is. We want ad money. We want those ad dollars, dollar dollars bills. We want to be able to pay our volunteers. We want to have enough money that we can put all our energy into this and not feel like we're making a huge mistake. Um, <laughs> you know what? Even if this isn't, this will be a lucrative endeavor. It is a lucrative endeavor. You know what? I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. This is going to be a lucrative endeavor. This is a lucrative endeavor. It is a lucrative endeavor. I'm putting it out in the Gooniverse. It's Goonies. The Gooniverse. Guys, with that said, we're getting into the Goonies. Give us your money. We had a good old palate cleanser. We cleansed it with a classic from the 80s. That's right. We did a live movie commentary. Everyone got to see us, see the movie. It was great. We hung out. We talked. You can be part of these. All of our palate cleansers, by the way, every level of patron is invited to uh with the with the regular movies it's 25 and up but for as little as five dollars a month you can come to the palate cleansers everyone gets to come to the live streams there's a lot going on everyone's invited to our big adventure next year um it's a real life in life adventure yeah don't miss a good time what the fuck are you doing yeah nothing get over it you're listening to this right now you know you love us anyway we're talking goonies We're talking about the Goonies. <clears throat> I had never seen the Goonies. You had never seen it. I'm going to just kick it off with a synopsis just to uh, jog everyone's memory uh, what it's about if you haven't watched it recently. If, if you're listening to this and weren't in the watch along, uh, here's the synopsis. The same day that a family of notorious criminals escape jail, the Fratellis, is the last day before the Goondocks of Astoria are to be sold away to the Astoria Country Club. Boo. That sucks. Also, there is a really nice cafe on Santa Monica Boulevard called Fratelli's. Do you think they named it after the Goonies? Thousand percent. One thousand percent. I just saw that and I was like, they're brothers. Fratelli. Yep. The thousand percent they named it after that. Fratelli. And if they didn't, I'm just going to say that because that's the only way I will embrace the name of that restaurant. I want to go there right now. Anyway. So um, the Goonies who live in the Goondocks, that's what they call themselves. So the Goondocks is just the name of this area? Yes, it's the name of the area. Which I don't know is if it's a real thing. Um, uh, or if it's like a nickname the kids have given them. In our uh, our Patreon, on our chat, uh, please let us know if the Goondocks is an actual real area. So the Goonies who live in the Goondocks discover an old treasure map because... This is a group of like young friends. Yeah, young friends. And one of the kids, his father was like the curator at the museum. He ran the local museum. Very, by the way, adjacent to what the franchise we just watched, Indiana Jones. Yes. Feels like maybe the Goonies was sort of a low-key spinoff of Marcus Brody had another co-worker named Mr. Whatever the Goonie uh-huh, guy's Goonie dad's dad. name is Mike. Uh, Mike something, I think. 
Uh, or no, maybe the kid's name was Mike. No, There's a Mike the somewhere. Dad was Mike. Oh, Mikey. Mikey's the kid. Yeah, Mikey is the kid. That's I mean, right. maybe Mike was the dad too. Maybe he's a Mikey Jr. So he's the local curator of the museum, which is really funny when small towns are like, and here's a museum of the town. I do you know Lisa Curry? Yeah. She took me to the museum of the town she grew up in it, and most of it is just like uh stuff that belonged to her that should have gone to a goodwill that her grandma donated to the museum. So there's just like old Barbies and books. It's so funny. That's so funny. It's her museum, literally. Yeah, it's She's the- like, welcome to my closet. Yeah, truly. She needs to stop calling her closet a museum is what she needs to do. Anywho, so they discover an old treasure map that previously belonged to a infamous pirate named One-Eye Willie. One-Eye Willie. Mm-hmm. And it's like immediately. I hadn't, by the way, I've heard people talk about the Goonies. Here's what I'd heard is, hey, you guys. And I'd heard the name Sloth. And I'd heard about uh, the truffle shuffle. I heard about the truffle shuffle and I've heard the name chunk. That's all I knew. I didn't know we were about to go on a fucking pirate level adventure. It was basically a treasure hunt because this treasure that the map leads to has long been forgotten. So with their last hurrah, they set off to discover the treasure hidden below Astoria to save their home while avoiding the Fratelli's and Willie's deadly booty traps along the way booty um, traps booty traps that's one of the one of the running jokes in uh goonies is how they kept calling booby traps booty traps yeah because and every single person when they correct the person who said booty traps they'd be like yeah i know that's that's what i said i said booby tra- booby traps booty traps yeah it's funny because it's like you're going on you're going to get pirates booty you know what else i like short round short round short round back he was there back. it By feels the like the- where what is he doing now if it, like why isn't he why isn't he in Crazy Rich Asians? I mean, he is goddamn brilliant. I mean, there should be an entire uh, um, movie empire about anything he does. I also like. I know I don't deserve and shouldn't need an explanation, but I kind of did want to know why there was this very clearly a newly immigrated kid in this small white town who's immediately being thrown out. Like, why did his family come to this place? What is the story of? His family. His dad, a very fun inventor, just uh, just like his son. They yeah, both I invent invent stuff. Yeah, I liked the uh, we're just like our dad's theme that they had going. That wasn't crushing at all. Uh, uh, not at all. Not even a little. Uh, this was again another hard movie to watch for me because I watched this movie with my dad. Very very heavy rotation in the Schreiber household. Man, so it starts off and like there's this big brother, like the mom. Wait 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 wait. It starts off with a jailbreak. Oh, yeah. Well, because it starts off gotta, pretty aggressively. You have to reintroduce or reintroduce. You have to introduce the villains of I the story. Fratelli. The Fratellis. Uh, there's a jailbreak. There's a fake hanging. Yeah, I was like, because I was fully expecting a movie that like kids loved in the 80s or maybe like preteen teenagers. And when it opened and it immediately was a guy hanging, I was like, this is really dark. But By the way, fake. my favorite part about the opening scene is how he hits the cop and completely knocks the cop out. So he was hanging and he had his hands like for some reason he had his hands handcuffed in front of him. I don't know if you realize that. I did and he not. did this thing where he just swung up his hands and just like uppercut the guy. And that was enough for the guy to like spin around and be like, tweet, 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 knock out like just a very. Oh. campy campy knockout yeah very cartoonish i guess i somehow didn't realize i totally missed or forgot that he was handcuffed but like well i knew what was gonna happen so, so i was were watching like, for, for you were being able to be like way more observant yeah okay, that I makes was, sense i was picking up on a lot of things uh I who do was re- that actor by the way that plays the brother that does a fake hanging um uh uh fuck what's his name um 
I used to call him Scarface because he had acne scars. Um, and I always thought those were like kind of hot because it makes you look like a bad boy. I was going to say, like, I didn't realize he even had scars because I thought he was hot. Yeah. Um, he had acne scars. He had pockmarks. Um, Robert Davey. Okay. Anyway, I would matter. never have remembered that. Um, so he knocks the guard out. Uh, and then the mom, mama. Yeah, mama and the, Fratelli. And, and the other brother are outside waiting for him. By the way, the getaway car, she had to start the getaway car. She, she had to turn the engine on. What, what are you? Why is the car stopped? You're a fucking getaway car. You pull up and you go away. And then also, like, they couldn't unlock the back doors. So we ended up having to, like... It was like the, this brotherly, like his brother's like, get your hand off the Open lock. The and he's door. like, it is. Remember that? Do you remember yeah, that though? About to, like, you couldn't unlock couldn't, it with the hand on the door. Yeah. And then he had to climb in through the roof. Anyways. And then I love, there's this scene where he like, the other brother like puts gasoline all around and then they light it on fire. And uh, I mean, the cops all have guns and they couldn't have shot at them. Like you have a Didn't they shoot it to, to make it light on fire? Later on. They shot it to, to light it on fire. But Instead of throwing a match, they shoot a bullet and would that even really work yes, i don't it know it would but uh because it'll make a spark when the when it hits the pavement but what is crazy to me is that the police who are now behind this wall of fire did not shoot at this vehicle which they could have easily shot at at that point anywho there's of a chase not. that ensues and when this chase is happening uh we meet this guy uh we meet mikey Lo no, no we meet lawrence chunk cohen and oh, that's who's watching the yeah. He's watching a TV. He's watching a TV, but then he sees this this uh. There's like a chase on. scene going on on the TV, and his dad is like, "Turn that TV down!" And he turns the TV or he turns it off, and he still hears it, and he starts like hitting the TV. Oh no, that was a different kid. Chunk sees it happening live. He's outside. Oh, that's right. I'm mixing up Chunk and whoever Corey Feldman played. Yeah, I think that was Mikey. I or can't not, keep oh, up with mouth. The mouth is Corey Feldman. That's right. Um, mouth. So. So mouth Chunk's like, oh, my God. Mouth mouth turns the TV off because he's helping his dad, who's a plumber. And then, you know, the thing, you know, the water squirts out of the sink and squirts him squirts in the face. Him in the because face. that's something that happens when you're plumbing. Um, I wouldn't know. Is it? But, is it not? But that's when we first see Chunk. And we don't realize how big that he's going to be. I mean, I didn't at the time. You had no, You had no idea that that was Chunk, did you? No. I mean, if you had to, like... If you told me, guess which one of these characters is Chunk, I probably, probably would have guessed him. One, yeah. He's kind of a Chunk. Yep. But like, no, I didn't realize he was going to be like a crucial member of this gang. The next scene is where we meet the goondocks, the house. The house. So That's where they all end up. They all eventually convene there. We meet Brant, uh, uh, Brand, uh, which is his Brant. Brand. That's the older brother, right? That's the older brother who's... Uh, sitting on Josh uh, a seat working with a stretchy iron uh, oh, he's metal got, like, workout it's just, like, band. Oh, he's got like very 80s workout band where he's just like So that was like stretching. the most 80s thing about the whole movie. Truly the most 80s thing about the whole movie. Well, also yeah. the, I mean, the locks. The fuck, when, when, they, when, he, when they did the gag about like, quit trying to open it. I had forgotten that that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing for sure. And that took me back, I guess, to the 90s, but yeah. like still... Yeah, I remember that that car, that car that they were in. My friend Linda had that car, and that was the situation that we always had with her car. That's so funny. So it's Mikey, whose brother is uh, Brand, um, and they're all you know hanging out. Um, I think I think Mouth is over. Um, yeah, this is like clearly this was the house everyone hung out at. Did you have that when you were kids? That everyone's like, no, I, I 
wish I was that cool that I had my a house pa- my house became that house because we moved to a more centralized location that was easy to sneak out of. Uh, and that was a, you had a hang house. Uh, yeah. Well, because my well, I had a split level home, mm-hmm. and my parents, my my main living room and my kitchen, and my parents' bedroom was all upstairs, mm-hmm. and we just had this downstairs area that no one ever came into. So all of us like friends would come over and we just all hang. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. not nearly as large. This as... just made me really sad that I never had a hangout house. It's fine. It's it's because you didn't have friends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, anywho, we 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 start to learn about uh, that their house. They're going to be losing the house. The house is. It felt a little unclear to they, be honest. Really, I was like, because the mom walks in with the. Uh, no, I mean it was clear that they were losing the house, but I was like, you didn't why? know why. You didn't understand why, and like, I don't. And I didn't understand because at first, like. I understood they were losing the house. Yeah. But I thought, oh, they're just losing their house. I thought it was like, yeah, well, you're a curator in a museum. Maybe get a better paying job. Yeah. You're in a fucking small town. Yeah, maybe not be an idiot and get an income. I was unclear for a while. I obviously eventually figured it out. I'm like, wait, so why is everyone else? So are they all just hanging out because this is Mikey and Brand's last day? I think this house was like a fun, nostalgic. It was it was the hang. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was the... This was the day... This was the last day, but it was like everyone was leaving, though, right? uh, Everybody in the goondocks had to leave, but specifically, like, it was just focusing on this house. Is this a thing that has happened in real life? Oh, I am sure. That developers have bought an entire area and everyone has to leave on the same day? That everyone waits till the last fucking day and leave? You know, I I don't know, but it seems like money can make anything. Oh, I'm sure. I just... What a fucking weird... I loved... I loved uh, when so Chunk comes running over to the house. Oh and yeah, he's like, you guys, you're not gonna believe what. Hey, you guys, and like this is where we learn that Chunk apparently is a known liar. A no, he is honestly a, just a fla- that is the one thing that we keep learning because remember later on he calls the police and the police are like, all right, Lawrence. Yeah, like they you're know me that this he... is what's happening. Like the kid is like a prank calling, prank calling, very eighties. Just like a fucking fat liar. But to get into the goondocks house, to get into Mikey's house, Mouth is there. And Mouth is like, all right, we'll let you in. But you have to do the truffle shuffle. Yeah. And he's like, that's a truffle shuffle. Yeah. And then they're like, no, do it. And he like stands on a chair. You, If you listen to this, you've probably seen the Goonies. He truffle shuffles. He is he, basically fat shamed. He is fat shamed. And he lifts up his shirt, jiggles his body, and calls it the truffle shuffle. Something that, frankly, looking back, I'm really upset we didn't make my younger brother do. Probably why we didn't watch the movie in this house because we didn't want to be our parents didn't want us to be influenced by it. But uh, like, I mean, what that would have taken your teasing to a whole. But new it's level. also like, why is he the only one out of all five, six of these kids yeah. that couldn't figure out how to open a fucking fence? Well, they had that. Well, they set up this Rube Goldberg contraption to which I feel like had to have been designed by Data in hindsight. They yeah. set up this kind of Rube Goldberg like uh, why was it all of a sudden that opens the fence? It's like, wait, is no one getting in the fence unless somebody? But lets yeah, them didn't in? they just all run in there, though? It's like, aren't they? Oh, I guess they've just been in there the whole time. But like, what do you your mom has to ask permission? You can't just like not do it and open the fence. And also, like, I mean, I get that he was, you know. Literally a chunk, not in the best shape. He 
He could have. He could have climbed. That he could have thrown that fat ass over the fence. Yeah, just haul your big ass over just the fence. Get the momentum going. The weight will take you there. That's by the way. I shouldn't say that because I tried to. I failed climbing multiple fences to the point that I was like, I don't climb fences anymore. I would get like my shoe would get stuck in the chain link, and I. But that's like be, that wasn't because you were a chunk. That's just that's because I'm an idiot. You're three feet tall. Yeah, and everyone else would just like. You know, fucking. Of course, your foot would pull all over the fence, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, your foot got caught in the fence because your foot fit through the fence. Like everyone else had a normal size foot, I know. and you were just there with a little Barbie doll foot that got stuck in the fence. It's hard. It's hard. You probably having... wore Cabbage Patch shoes. I did. In fact, that is an accurate statement. I wore, you know, American Girl dolls. Yeah, those are. I just got the outfits, and I would wear them. Anywho, uh, so eventually everybody gets together there. The mom is leaving because she has to go grocery shopping. And and she says to Brand, she's like, Brand, you need to watch your brother Mikey. He's having asthma and he cannot leave the house. His like, asthma is so bad that when it rains, he can't go outside. By the way, I feel like asthma is better when it's raining. But w- w- you you can't leave the house when you have asthma. I think it's is that how asthma works? Well, I think when weather changes happen, it fucks up everything in the air, and it like. Uh, Fuck, man. I don't know. I mean, I, all I know is my allergies have been absolutely awful. Allergies and, and asthma are different, though. I, I know, but I'm people... just saying my allergies have been terrible. I just wanted to talk about myself. She just wanted to complain. But really, I mean, obviously. But really, uh, I thought that was sort of dumb. But anywho. So, so she leaves them to go. And then when she goes, oh, and one of the things she said when she was she was giving, um, uh, she, she was hired it, she this Spanish-speaking up? woman, Mexican, Guatemalan, I don't know what. Anywho. Uh, she wanted she brought but by, by the way it's like oh you can't afford to keep your house and the last day your house is here you've hired a housekeeper well for she what? hired her to help pack to help the pack house. so she's doing a tour of the house this woman doesn't speak any english so she asks mouth to translate because mouth says he speaks apparently mouth speaks perfectly fluent spanish no explanation why other than i assume his family maybe is partially spanish maybe and he is just making up the worst shit about the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, He's like, oh, and this is where they store the dead bodies. This is the sex chamber. Yeah, like, don't go in the attic. Things. That's where all the yeah, Mr. So Walsh's what, sex toys are. One of the things she said not is, Mr. Walsh, do not else. go into the attic. Um, Nothing happens in the attic. Can't go into the attic. So she leaves. She brings Rosalita with her. Uh, and then the kids are like, let's go into the attic. Immediately. And they go into the attic, and that's when shit pops off and we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna talk about all the shit that pops off all right we're back the kids have gone into the attic they're uh, finding all kinds of treasures i'm into everything that they're finding they're exploring they're having so a good much time cool shit. did you have an attic um i had an attic but the floor was like pretty unstable. It's like that. Uh, it's not like a solid floor. It's like that. Uh, what is that word? I'm trying to think of like a, in, in. What is that word? It's like the at the attic floor is like you could walk around, but I remember insulation. My da- yeah, it was like an insulation wow. floor. I remember my dad would be like, "Don't walk." You have to my walk dad, on the beams. Yeah, my dad was like, "These are the parts of the attic that you can walk in." It wasn't like a fully exploratory attic, but I think that's because in. Uh, I think growing up in the Midwest, attics aren't a thing as much as it is on the West Coast. Because on the East Coast, you get basements because of tornadoes. Basements and crawl spaces. In the South, I had an attic, which they have tornadoes. They're just dumb. Um, and then we moved, to, sense. we moved to Alaska. And it was always, yeah, it was like a weird, it was a crawl space. Yeah. So 
uh, this is the West Coast, so I think attics are a thing. And it's also kind of like an old, like, craftsman-style home, um, like a Victorian. It was a fucking cute little house. It was a very cute house. But a dream in the house. attic, it's just like a treasure trove of stuff. So much stuff. You know, and they they find a map. Yeah, a framed map, right? And they pull a it out. A framed map. They get it out of the frame by asking Chunk to hold it. And then Mikey goes, three, three two, two, one. one and and Chunk, Chunk drops, drops it. it. So what we know about Chunk is he's a known liar. Butterfingers. And he will drop everything. And he eats Butterfingers. I mean, he looks like... Oh, remember Butterfingers? <sighs> Here's a weird thing. I think I talked about this in yeah, the chat like once. Finger on my Butterfinger. I don't know if I said this on air, so I'm going to repeat it. And I apologize if I've said this on an episode because I think I might have just said it in the chat privately watching a movie because I feel like we talked about Butterfinger at some point. I used to eat the chocolate off, off of the of outside uh-huh. yeah, of the uh-huh. Butterfinger, like a fucking... Me too. And then I'd eat the Butterfinger. Uh-huh. Yeah, the best. What I would do is I would I would, um, I would, would take the layer of the chocolate off like the top half of the bar because I would put the wrapper on the bottom and then I would take it off the top half of the bar and mutilate the top half of the bar. And then by the time I was done mutilating, I was like, all right, now I can have the whole thing. I can't believe... I can't imagine how many older men we made uncomfortable by being like... <laughs> sucking chocolate off of a butterfinger here's, like, here's how i know i made older men uncomfortable because at trying. the camp talent show um when i was maybe 12 years old i for the talent show decided to put my fist in my mouth because i thought it was funny in wow. hindsight I know why I ended up fucking my counselor. You fucked your counselor? Yep, my counselor? When you were older or are you just well, trying older. to cover for him? Uh, I was older. When you say older, do you mean 13? Um, no, I ended up fucking him when I was in college. Oh, okay. How old was he by the time he was in college? He was in his like late 20s. He groomed you is what He groomed saying. me, yes. Well, I groomed myself for him. I was like, Listen, look what I'm capable of, you guys. Uh, yeah, I used to put a, I used to be really big into, hey, check this out. I can put my foot behind my head oh i did that too i and, did that too uh, i fisted my mouth while i had my leg around my and head. you just think like ha ha and there's men who are sweating and they're like oh no i don't know what these feelings mean yeah like yeah it. and then at that time nobody had a fear of getting canceled so they probably leaned into that a little so it's bit. like oh yeah look at you go can you get the other one up there yeah 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 they probably encouraged they were they were cheering <sighs> anyways back to the attic so and they, anyway, so they find this map and, and this, there's it's all written in spanish yeah so they're like mikey come here mouth, so they find out mouth come here so they basically find out about, well, they, they see this, um, a news thing, a news clipping about this guy, Chester Copperpot, a local explorer who went missing looking for this treasure. Chester Copperpot. I've heard Chester Copperpot referenced in some open micers bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never knew what it was. For some reason, I thought it was something about the penguin in Batman because I feel like his last name's Copperpot as well. Oh, Oswald Cobblepot. That's right. Close enough. Anywho. Welcome um, to a podcast about nerd culture where I'm clearly failing all of you. So the Mikey then recalls to the whole group. He's like, yeah, dad told me a story once about One-Eyed Willie. It's, it's got to be real because my dad told me about it. My dad knows everything. You know, kids. Yeah, just fucking everything. So at that point, they they come out of the attic they everybody leaves and mikey's like oh, i'm gonna t- i'm gonna pocket this map so mikey pockets the map okay and yeah, they go right. back downstairs and that's when mr perkins who we will later find out is troy's dad troy is troy is a, a an arch nemesis of oh yeah he's the dickhead of this franchise there's yeah. always a dickhead by the way he's the high school bully slash rapist yeah for slash sure slash attempted creeps. murderer yeah he's like a l- 
like I get that people are like bullying is not acceptable anymore, but I'm like, this is like a level of bullying that like, how was that ever acceptable? Ever. Like, like, like this guy was an he guy this guy was too much of a bully for even John Hughes movies. Okay? This was That's like worse than Biff Tannen. And See, that is some level nerd reference. Some level of bullying. I mean, oh god. Anyway. So Mr. Perkins is there. He's like, oh, here's the paperwork, the foreclosure paperwork for uh for your dad. And they're like, fuck you, man. Yeah, um, but he's basically just like obviously the developer and is just like a dick. And he's like, mm, very smug, very like whatever. Like, I don't understand adults with no empathy for children. They're just like, <laughs> by the way, I feel like that. Too re- bad. Your dad's losing. It's like, what is How small is your dick? I also think that's only something that happens if you don't have kids. Like, he's a father. I mean, he also made Troy, who's a dick. So who's maybe, a piece of shit. Yeah. maybe apples don't even fall off the tree. They just stay on there and rot. I mean, look at Trump and look at everyone who came from Trump. So awful. So, so. At this point, they're like, oh, we're going to let's let's go. We got Goonies. Goonies got to go get the treasure. Yeah, because it's not. And now it's not just about a fun treasure hunt. It's about we have to save our town. Whatever this treasure is, we can save everything. If we have this treasure, we can get to stay here in the goondocks. So the the kids get on to do this, but they but they can't because Brant is watching them and Brant can't let them leave. So what they do is they trick Brant. By using his 80s stretchy band thing, they basically tie him up. They with tie it. him up with his own stretchy thing and like And then they take off and they drain the air from his tires because small towns, ty- uh, bike gang. You, you bike gang. It. I mean this immediately I went back to like childhood and was like near tears nostalgic for being a kid. Like and I think I put it in the chat when we were doing the chat along for the the movie commentary. I was like, "Man." And there was another one of our patrons, Debbie, was like Oh God, I miss being a kid. And I just was like, man, just like riding your bike all over your little town or all yeah. over your neighborhood. Like leaving the house and not coming back till sunset. Yeah. Wh- where it's like, oh man, I ha- oh, I have to go home already. And now it's like, oh, I have to leave the house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, what it's happened? Like, now it's like, oh, I have to leave the house or you can't leave the house because you're going to get murdered. And it's like, you were going nowhere. You were just going and it was the best, the best, the best. Or it's you just- were going somewhere like a treasure hunt. Like a treasure hunt or like to go get fucking ice cream. The country store was, um, that's like what, what oh, was yeah, our thing? Oh yeah, like the, the Mart, whatever, like local, like. We would dr- ride our bikes to the country and store. And go get a candy bar. Like that was the fucking big thing. We like, got a pint of Bluebell homemade ice cream. Oh, oh daddy. Cream. We'd sit on the country store steps eating it while all these rednecks went in and got their like scratch offs and their fucking cigarettes. And then we'd ride our bikes back home. What's funny is that like scratch offs. Big no matter what. Anywho, let's move on. So, so they 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 take off. Yeah, they take off and down. Brant Brant Brant's mom gets home. Brant's and by the way, she's home. like, "What are you doing, Brant?" Like classic neglectful '80s parent of just like get out of the. Brant is tied up on the chair. Your exercises are so silly, and he's like fallen over, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, and then he asks. Yeah, the chair falls over, and he asks Rosalita to untie him. But Rosalita, having heard about all this weird sex shit that the is family's like a, into, no. is like, uh, "I'm not gonna touch you." Yeah, she's like, "Get the fuck." She's terrified. He finally gets loose, and then he goes off after the kids. Yeah. But he his bike he realizes has no air, so he steals a little girl's bike that has training wheels on it. Now, he's rolling down the road, and this is when we meet Troy, the uh the fucking bully. Um, and uh Andy, who is in the car, and then her friend, uh what's what's that fucking girl's name? 
I don't know. She's the, f- I think this was maybe the first mainstream genderqueer young woman I'm aware of in any modern. I cannot remember what her fucking name was. Her name was Steph. Is that Martha yes, Plimpton? Steph. Steph was her name. Yes. There was, tr- it was Troy, Andy and Steph. So they're all in his uh, drop top Mustang. And they see they see uh, Brand just pedaling on the side of the road, and he's like, "Oh man, this looks so fucking bad." And they're like, "What are you doing, Brand?" And then Andy's all pissed because Troy had been tilting the mirror to look down her shirt. Whatever. I mean, like, bitch, please. Like, yeah, you want attention. I mean, it's fucking. I would have high given school in the, Were they the high? Fucking, were they high school age? Or, I they mean, they were high school age. I would have given anything. Oh yeah, they're for driving a fucking cars. Hot guy in high school to want to look down my shirt. Oh yeah, no, I was like ready to be a slut yeah, as soon oh, as possible. I was like, someone ready. please objectify me. I'm standing here with my nipples to the wind. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Not narrow person. Not even a wink in my direction. Now. Jessica Michelle and I crazy for attention. Andy, not at all. No, she's, like, she's oh, horrified. You're so annoying. Anywho, so then Troy's like, "Hey, Brand, let me give you a ride." And he grabs Brand's hand. Brand's on the flat tire bicycle with training wheels and starts. Oh no, driving, that's right. With like, training, it's not flat tires. But yeah, on a children's bike. On a children's bike, starts going like forty miles. An and hour. he's like holding Brand's hand so that he can't like let go, let go. And, and stop pedaling. Anywho. The, the the training wheels like pop off. Pop off. The and he's like, let like, go of the me. The tires are like smoking. And he's like, no. And no. then he lets go of him right as they're taking a curve and just shoots him off into the woods. Let me be clear. In real life, that kid would be dead. Dead. He would be dead. First of all, that bike. Or severely maimed. Ma- oh, He's ma- not ma- getting up ma- and finding yeah, yeah, yeah. his brother. No, 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 no. He's, he, has, he has road pavement. You're mangled and you're lucky if they find you in time to save you. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to find you. And the pavement's wet. Like, your tires would have been, you know, it's it's the nor- it's Pacific Northwest. So, ty- you know, the road's always just kind of wet. He, there's no way he would have had any traction. That bike would have gone out right from under him. He would have just slammed down on the pavement and then he would just skid it along. And then this little body would finally like probably just go over the edge and then into the woods. And then a wolverine would eat him. I mean, it's the Pacific Northwest. Aren't there wolverines there? Not that I'm aware of. That's just Michigan. Anywho. So is is a wolverine a real animal or is it just a made up mascot? I don't know. Oh, it is a real animal, actually. Anywho. So, okay. Then we cut away. Then we find the kids. They're at the lighthouse. They end up at this lighthouse. And that's when the kids encounter the Fratellis. Yeah, well, uh, they they get there and on they like have the map and they realize like, oh, the treasure should be right the over treasure, in that. Yeah, the treasure starts. Th- you have to like line something up. There's like a key where you line something up and like the rock, the point, and the the lighthouse all line up. And they're like, oh, it must start. The treasure hunt must start in the lighthouse, or it's buried underneath the lighthouse. So it's they're like, a we lighthouse. Go yeah, it's a lighthouse. I thought that that was just a freestanding building. I had no realization that that was a lighthouse. Uh. It's called the Lighthouse Lounge, but it's oh. there is a lighthouse there. <laughs> wow, um, I am so oblivious. So they they go in, and this is when they meet the Fratellis. But what happens is Chunk sees the car that he saw in the chase with all the bullet holes in it. And yeah. Chunk is like, oh shit. This, this is bad this is where news. these fucking bad people Because they're thinking, oh, this is a restaurant that like must only be open in the summertime. Yeah. Or like... And it's clearly a fucking dilapidated building. And they saw a guy walk in in a trench coat. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that must have been a customer or whatever. We can go in and (laughs) figure out what's going on. And And I love that in the wind, the open sign is just spinning. Spinning. So it's really like, what is it? And that's when they meet the Fratellis. Yeah. Not a fun game. The mom, by the way, 
The most terrifying. The most terrifying. And then uh, the son, the the son who's the escaped convict, comes out singing in Italian. And pretends like he only speaks Italian. Yeah, he just is. And Mama's like, we got some customers here. Yeah, well, because it's like they're now in a situation where, oh, these kids have wandered in. but We don't know what they've seen. Let's try to fucking get them out of here without causing a stir. Which is not going to happen. There's fucking... Is it Chunk that gets close to the back of the car and is like, pull it away? Chunk sees the holes in the back of the car. And then when they're in there, Mouth starts mouthing off to her and she grabs... Mama grabs him by the mouth and whooshes his face till his tongue comes out. And then she's like, I'll cut your tongue off. And I'm like, why at that point weren't you like, we should go? Yeah, why were you like, this seems fine. You know what, we'll walk. You know what, we're going to go. We're going to get out of here. But of course, they're like, fucking have a hot nut for the treasure. So they got to keep going. And then they're like, oh, we just want some waters, which classic fucking kids going in a restaurant. But like, she brings them these glasses full of piss water piss water just like rusty water and then mikey's like i gotta go pee i gotta go pee because he wants to go explore see where the treasure is yeah and and she's like she's like stay to the right yeah she points where it's at because at first she's like oh you're like she's not gonna let him and then he just is like i'm gonna pee my pants and she fucking screams at him to stay to the right and he goes down what does he do not doesn't stay to the right not at all no he hears a fucking crazy noise and then he goes and discovers what we'll soon know as sloth. sloth. But he's like, he's like, there's an it guy with like a weird deformity. There's like a scary pen. guy that like the older brother is like kind of torturing with his singing, but also has slid food too, but it's not close enough to him. And then, and then Mikey, the nice guy that he is like pushes the food to him. Cause he realized the, that the brother was torturing that thing. Yeah. This like monster. And then thing. he turns around and he sees his face and he's like, all right, I got to beat feet. He, so he like comes, runs. He runs. So Brand, the brother, arrives outside. Uh, they decide that, by the way, at this point, they're like, all right, we're going to leave. Bye. So Brand somehow ends up there. I don't know how he ends up at the lighthouse. What I don't, I don't understand is like he didn't have the map. I am still confused on how he knew how to find them. That is kind of unclear. You know, it's one of those movie magic moments that we're just going to have to accept that Brant somehow knew he how to find his brother. hurled off a cliff hurled and landed a right cliff. in front of Didn't this house. Didn't hit one tree in a well-treed area. And just was like, my instincts, my older brother instincts are leading me to my asthmatic brother. He's like, I hear the inhaler. Listen for... <laughs> Did he even have his inhaler at that point? Yeah, he had his inhaler the whole time. He kept using it till the very end. What a fun, uh, what a fun representation for people with asthma. So the Fratellis leave, okay, and they put this thing what they assume is uh, a a body in. Yeah, they clearly like put a. It's clearly a body that they put into a car. And then somehow Steph and Andy show up. I still don't know how they got there either. So they were like, basically, fuck you, Troy, and went to maybe check on Brand. Yeah, to see if he's okay. Troy, and they're like, wow, we should go check on the guy. That Make sure Troy he's alive. To murder. And now it's these two girls, one of whom, by the way, Brand Andy was like, on. Andy was like, I decided he was a dick because he kept trying to look down my shirt. Oh, the trying to murder a guy wasn't the reason you wanted to get out. It's of the just car? he wanted to see a nipple. He That's wanted to see the... your titties. That's where you drew the line. Um, um, oh, he can murder a guy, but, 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 just but don't look at don't my Don't you tit. dare look at my titties. Ah, uh, so. And then her friend Steph is just this, like, what I believe is a militant lesbian. Uh, yes. She's there, just like the ultimate, like, third wheel. 
who's constantly hates like, everyone, hates everyone, judgmental, hates Andy. judging Andy. She's miserable. She's, She's one of those downer. people that you go like, why did you bring her here? Yeah. And also like, why are you friends with that person? Yeah, I don't. It, She's the friend that as you get older, you stop inviting them out because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're you, fucking miserable. You realize you don't have anything in common other than the fact that you grew up down the street from each other. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need you to come rain on everyone's parade. Yeah. And like Andy's a fucking cheerleader. Oh, there's a scene in the beginning where it shows her as cheerleader captain. And that's and, like a big. Uh, that's like, you know, that's her archetype. Well, and that's then, also the setup for like, that's how they let you know in any movie in that era. Like, hey. This is a hot chick. Not only is she hot, very popular and dating the QB. And the QB in this case, good old Troy. Yeah. His dad is the head of Astoria Country Club. What a nightmare. He probably bought his way onto the team. But listen, shit is really about to take off. The adventure is about to begin. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. We're coming back. We're fucking finding that goddamn treasure. All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, this is where things really start to pick up. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick overview of what happens to get them into the path of, of where, really into where the treasure is going. Because we have to get essentially underneath this building. So, basically, at some point, Chunk knocks over a big bottle of water, and they hear it running, and they figure out that there's a fireplace that they can go into. Yes. They start going into the fireplace when they when the Fratellis come back and Yeah, they like, pull in and it's like, oh shit, we have to go yeah. as quickly and as we can. Like, Chunk, find the police. Go find go get the police. Um, let them know that the Fratellis are bad news because they had found a dead body in this walk in freezer. Yeah, and of course Chunk gets fucking stuck in the freezer. Chunk gets Chunk had gotten stuck in the freezer and, and then he, he gets, gets out. out there. So they're all un- underneath now. All the kids except for Chunk. Yeah, it's a very like calamity, like get underneath this yeah. hidden fireplace as quickly as you can. And Chunk, in the nick of time they get Chunk under. runs out, okay? And then he makes his way to the street, and then somehow the Fratellis transported the body that was in the freezer into the car and made it out to the street as Chunk made it out to the street. And Chunk basically runs into the Fratellis and gets nabbed by the Fratellis. Yeah, he runs in the street, sees a car, and waves it down like, please help, and it's them. And then so, it's the Fratellis. He's fucked. He's fucked. So they're underneath now, and they are making their way through. By the way, before they got in, when they were upstairs, before they went into the fireplace, they found uh, a machine that was printing fake $50 bills, and that's when they're like, we found the treasure! The treasure that's from, like, hundreds of years ago. Is a, co- a is counterfeiting a, machine. A, a counterfeiting machine making current $50 bills. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, you guys are so fucking dumb. Anywho, so they get underneath, and they officially start finding booby traps. Yeah. First, they find this area where there's a bunch of pipes. And uh, they start, like, fucking with the pipes because they were like, maybe we can get help. And they start fucking with the pipes. So, like, banging the pipes. And then we cut to, like, way above ground somewhere. Which is the country club. The Australian country club. There's, there's like, people in the shower. white men, you know, showering. And then all of a sudden, like, the... Things start beaking off and, like, flying off. And then all... And then they cut to Troy is taking a shit at the country club. (laughs) And the water pressure sends Troy flying into the air. Sweet revenge. And then Troy lands on the ground and is like, Daddy! You know, because... Yeah, and people just go, Wow, that's crazy. Oh, well. Like, Like, no big deal. No, No one's at all worried about the pressure. Anywho, so... They keep going and they make their way through this like underground tunnel. 
to an underground tunnel where they all almost die from falling rocks. Yeah, it's like very Indiana Jones booby trap, booty trap is what they keep booty saying. Booty trap, uh-huh. Um, yeah, giant falling rocks. There's giant falling rocks. At some point, they see a giant wishing well. Now, this is where the, the wishing well thing is so funny to well, me. Well, first they find a bunch of change, and they're like, this is the treasure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, it, fi- they find change in the wishing well. They start picking it up. They realize they're in the wishing well. And then well. all of a sudden, they're like, no, this isn't. These are people's wishes. You can't take that. You can't, can't take people's, people's wishes. And then the fucking classic boo-hoo, my life's falling apart. Well, I threw my wish in here and it didn't come true. And so then as mouth far goes as I'm to, concerned. Mouth goes to get his wish. I'm taking my nickel back. And then they realize it's the town wishing well and they can look up the wishing well. And then for some reason, Troy's hanging out at a wishing well? With his two friends. Okay, that if that's not like you're closeted and there's a gay man that hides in that well, I don't know what is. This is the 80s. There's a man named Roger who's like, meet me at the well. I mean, that's a gay hang. Why are you just hanging out at a wishing well? Also, or are you picking up weird, kids? And they're weirdly talking about Andy at the time. Like, like any man who's that misogynistic would be hanging out with his bros, being like, "Oh, fucking Andy, I want yeah, to we're gonna do it." She, I looked at her boobs. She he, loved it because he throws a coin down to make a wish, and then it comes because they toss it back up, which is so weird. And he goes, "I guess wishes do come true." <laughs> and it's like, no, you're being rejected, is what's happening. Yeah, and then. Andy's like, I'm gonna go up there, and they're like, No, you guys, Goonies, Goonies. It's Andy's like, We could die, and they're like, Don't say that, never say that. Goonies, Goonies never, never say, say die. die. And then, and then she's like, Well, I, I don't want to die. And then he's like, Listen, he's like, It's our time. It's our time down here, and it's their time. It's their time up there. That was his monologuing, and that worked. That's the dumbest. How would that persuade anyone? It's our time down here. We're in a sewer. Yeah, you are our in- time has passed. This water is not fresh. Someone's getting a parasite. The parasite, they're wading through this water. The parasite. Also, he just heard the girl he has a crush on at the bottom of a well, and he's like, huh, guess we Like, not. Holy shit. shit, how did you call get the, the fire department? Yeah. He's just like, I guess we're just really welcome, bro. And she's like, send the bucket down. The bucket. Wait, Come. how skinny do you think you are, bitch? And also, you're just going to get what? in a bucket? This is an active wishing well with a bucket? Who are they actually using the bucket? Anywho, so they keep going. They decide to keep going. Andy sends up her letter sweater, which is actually Troy's letter sweater because, you know, girls can't have their own letter sweaters. No. It's so she sends it up to him. Sports. And he and he and and Troy sees it. He goes, you goonies. <laughs> Anywho, so they so keep going. Stupid. And now the Fratellis, they get Chunk to tell them where they're going. And don't believe him at first. He's like, there are people they're under, under the fireplace. And they're like, I think we'd know if there was so something under the fireplace. And he, so now that all the booby traps have been set off. So they're going down and they get fucking easy access. Yeah, they everything's access, been they dropped. They get to breeze through. So they're moving quickly. Yeah. And now the kids are still going through. They're going through. Um, and and they encounter the kids finally when they're crossing a fallen log. What is this underground world? This is fucking crazy. We already passed one waterfall and now we're in some other random... By the way, and the water, One-Eyed Willie set these booby traps, by the way. One-Eyed Willie created a rushing rapid booby trap. Yeah. Who was this Machiavellian genius? I mean, truly, just to like, 
This, you know, what this reminds me of is uh, uh, Last Crusade. Crusade. The Last yeah. Crusade. It very much felt like the journey to that cup, kind of. Yeah, it it definitely echoed that, but more absurd. So I mean, absurd. I don't know how. Absurd, I mean, but... it's like so the... as there as so the data is about to cross the log, and they're like, "Data, hurry up!" Because the Fratellis are right behind him, and then all of a sudden, Data's like, "No, wait a minute!" Because he's got all these fucking gadgets. We already learned about his pinchers of power. He's got all these like you know pop up lights in his belt. And he opens his thing and pushes a button. Uh, he pushes a button and he goes, slick shoes. He, for some reason, has shoes that shoot oil out, out of, of the, the back. Bottom. So it covers the log he's on in oil. So that gives him a bit of a head start because as they venture off, the, the Fratellis, Fratellis can't navigate a log with slickness on it. By the way, the No, mom, the first brother comes running out and fucking donks himself donks on himself. the nuts. Second brother comes out, also donks himself on the nuts. And, and the mom is like, oh, you bozos. And then all of a sudden... The water starts like blasting out of the source wherever suddenly it's like way more water and they're about to be washed away. And when the mom ultimately crosses the log, the slick shoe stuff has been washed away. I I guess guess, like dissipated. Absolutely no problem crossing. And just maybe she had uh those like fast food worker uh, slip proof. Oh no, slip shoes. The black, the little black ones with all the little things on the bottom. Very, very comfortable. Very comfortable. Anywho, they eventually catch up with them at a giant organ. Yeah. So there's an organ made out of bones. And basically, they Andy, determine. Andy's like, I took. I. T-. They're like, Andy, you can play the piano. She's like, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't taken piano lessons since I was four. And she's like, By Where's the, way, the the middle C? The how rich were you that you were taking piano lessons at four? That's crazy. Who's crazy. having their four year old take piano lessons? They're Stop like, it. They're like, Should we put Andy at cheer camp? Well, yeah, but you know what? She should also do. Play the piano. Play the baby grand, baby. Oh, and then she goes, this is nothing like my family's. What did she call it? It was like a fancy. Steinway this or is something. Like, yeah, this is nothing like my family's Steinway. Anywho, what Also, happened? what's funny is that like, they're like, how do we even know what to play? And then on the back, back of the of map. The sheet, there's music. There's music notes. And, and she she's can like, like okay. barely make out. Yeah. So quote. she's like trying to play them. And she's like, by the way, these keys are fingers. They're yeah, this both, is not a piano. A it's just rogue fingers. So she's trying it's, to figure out where the right key is. By the way, wh- how the fuck? She played the piano, not the organ. Like, these keys are stacked like an organ fucking thing. And all of a sudden, she's like, well, let me just figure this out. And she's like moving her hands around like she's trying to figure out the notes. And she bongs down. And all of a sudden... The the part of the floor collapses. Yeah, the organ makes a noise where it's like a bad noise. Like yeah, smoke comes out. It's basically like eh, and then the floor collapses, and then someone almost falls down into the you know the pit of despair. Yeah, I think it's Mikey, and they grab him. Pit of despair. Uh, Another great reference to a fucking amazing movie, The Princess Bride. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's what you call your vagina. Yes, that's Uh, it. It's the pit of despair. Yeah, so it's basically like oh fuck. And they're like they're like Andy, you gotta get these notes right, or we're fucking we're all gonna die. So. Andy ends up getting the notes right. Yeah. By the way, through the collapsed floor where it's like water rushing, at some point the Fratellis are like coming the up Fratellis from where they've been washed and down. And they're able to make it around the, the fact that the floor has fallen because there's a, a walkable ledge. So this whole time they're sitting here like, oh, the keys. And it's like, you can just walk down the ledge, you fucking idiot. By kids. the way, what fucking kind of technology was One-Eyed Willie capable of that he's like, all right, I'm going to rig the organ that if you play bad notes floor is just floor pieces are just gonna know to fall this is mayan level truly like incredible booby trappage i mean booty trappage 
incredible booty trappage, but she gets enough of the keys right just at the nick of time. It's like if she get it, it's to the point chunks of floor are falling out around this key this this organ, uh-huh. and it's like one more, and we are stuck on this island. Oh my god! We, you know what we forgot to mention? They stuck Chunk with uh, Sloth, and so Chunk becomes friends with Sloth, and they escape. And now Chunk and Chunk and Sloth. Are, are on their way to, their to way. help save the day. Yeah, so they're following the Fratellis now. Because he, yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm not afraid of this guy. We're going to team up. So they get through the falling floor area, the kids, and then they get on these water slides, and the water slide drops them in this, like, enclosed water area where they find a giant A giant pirate, pirate ship. ship. And look, this, I think we all had the same feeling in the chat uh, when we were doing the live movie commentary, watching this scene where they're all water sliding. Every single person was like, why is there not a Goonies water park? Yeah, how there's or not a Goonies slide, water park. like, ha- By the way, they all came out of different holes. Yeah, no, it looked like a water park. But except they all went down the same slide, same which slide, is crazy. But then they came out different holes. Don't understand that. It happens to me all the time. Anywho, uh, they y- get onto the... They get on to the uh, massive pirate ship. Pirate ship. And this reminded me of Moana, which maybe it shouldn't have. I've but never if, watched Moana. If anyone's so seen Moana, she discovers her family's old ships hidden in this cave. And I'm like, they have just come out where Moana lives. Yeah. But like well, they Moana get on this giant. cycle the storyline. She is They Moana. climb up onto this giant pirate ship. Yes. And they go into this attic area of the pirate ship. Mm, it's more of a below deck. It's not like an attic. Well, you no, they don't... broke through. They. They had Mikey break through and he went upstairs. Remember? Yeah, I guess so. So then Mikey goes into this area and they're like, it was like Mikey. captain's quarters. Mikey's like, well, oh, well, give me one second. And he sees one-eyed Willie and he has this moment with one-eyed Willie where he's like, thanks one-eyed Willie. Yeah. He has this like appreciation of like, because of you, we're going to get treasure and you're going to save our town. This very much like, Hey, fucking Say thank you to the person who came before you that paved the path. For fuck's sake, if somebody helps you, don't pretend you did it all by yourself. Acknowledge the people who help you. I mean, yeah, so it's like they... So it feels like we did it. We did it. And then, and then they, start, course, like, they start like taking treasure. Pig-handedly grabbing coins left and right. And there's, by the way, there's a tray of coins that someone reaches for and, and Mikey goes, no. That's why Willie. Don't talk for one eye Willie. Like, come on, just fucking take the goddamn coins. And he's, so they it's like, like, if you, by the way, if you are living anywhere and there is a shrine to a dead person where people are leaving things of value while other people are losing their homes or starving, fuck you, rob the shrine. Rob Help the, the, the living. Shrine. Yeah. Mary will be fine. Robin Hood that shit. Steal from the rich who stole from other people. Yeah. By the way, this is pirate's gold. This isn't their gold. They stole this. Do you from think people. One-Eyed Willie earned this gold through no. hard manual labor? No, the only thing he did is make rich people walk the plank and then take their fucking gold. Yeah, he pillaged. This yeah. is pillage this money. This is Spanish money. This is Spanish. And by the way, what it's doing on the West Coast is beyond me. But anyways, what I a trip don't that know boat took. Willie did Willie go through the Straits of Magellan and navigate up the West Coast? I don't know. Like He got really lost. Anywho. I'm going to the real West Indies. So they are doing that. The Fratelli show up. They're like, hey, put all your goodies in this Give jacket. us the gold. It's and over, then, kid. And they're like, they make them walk the plank. And then as they're all fucking walking the plank. All sloth, of a sudden. Sloth. Oh, uh, shows up at the top of the boat somehow. Shows up, yeah, at the top. How the fuck did you get up there? Takes a knife and just smooth sailing cuts through the uh, the 
the slides the, through the, the rafters. The, no, but yeah. what is the the, 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 the sail? The he sail. cuts a hole through the sail. Wow. By the way, eventually this boat starts sailing and is just fine with a giant hole in one of the sails. It's a like, fucking pirate the, ghost ship. It's probably of, still out yeah, there. Yeah, anyhow. So but it's like they all have to, they're like, fuck this, we have to run. They've they walked the plane. They run, they're like, they're we in need the to water. Save our lives. And of course, Mikey the whole time is like, we gotta go. What about our treasure? And Brian's like, what about our lives, Mikey? We're gonna die, Mikey. It's not oh, worth it. By the way, at, at this point in the water, Brant saves because Andy had to walk the plank with her hands tied. And as you know, you can't use your legs when you're in the water to keep yourself afloat. Yeah, it's a if your hands are tied. It's, it's a known thing that cheerleaders have very weak legs. Very weak legs. You don't so build any muscle lifting other women yeah, up yeah. in the air. Your your arms, you, she would have been fine. Yeah, her arms tied in front of her. At no point could she have, you know, moved her arms at all to propel A cheerleader is not a weak damsel in distress. So Brant has to go save her. So Brant brings her to the rocks and then they start making out. But, but there had all, been a thing earlier where like she had her friend Steph like send him over here and I'm going to close my eyes and kiss him and she had made she out had with, with Mikey. Mikey, the brother. And she's like, Mikey, uh, oh my God, that, was, that kiss was so sweet. Brant has braces. And Steph's and, just laughing because she saw it all happen. And then later on when Andy's kissing him in the water, she's like, where are your braces? He's like, I don't have braces. Mikey. Mikey. But anyways, they make it all out and of course it's like, the Swap. whole town is some, whole, for some yeah, reason, has they converged. they were going to pop out on the beach. In the same air. The town's like, we can't find our kids. Let's go to the beach. That's what happened. Kids are missing. Let's go by the sea and hang out. They were having a barbecue. Ding dong, the kids are dead. By the way, the beach, the beach had already had two policemen patrolling. The sheriff, the town sheriff, looking for the kids. That's and what the they, kids are missing also, and you went to the most open area in town to patrol? Also. Sorry, dead kids get left in the woods. Trust me, I've had friends who have been left there. So you're not looking on the beach. So you're, yeah, I mean, you might because dead bodies end up in the water sometimes. Anywho. Not in the Pacific Northwest. It's in so the forest. So the kids are all like, we went, we tried to find the treasure to save the goondocks, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden. It's Troy, this big like. Troy and his fucking dad show up. Kids have gone missing. Andy was in the bottom of a well. Nobody knows. Like, these kids have had an encounter with the Fratellis. Like, all this crazy shit. Criminals who are going to murder them. Criminals. Brant almost got dragged to his death by Troy. Troy's dad is like, oh, you got to sign the papers. It's time to sign the papers. Yeah, never mind that, like, Half the kids the, in the town just yeah, nearly yeah, died. Yeah, the most traumatic thing ever to happen. We're to trying the town. to build a golf course. They're like, listen, a story has got to get this fucking 18th hole going. Like this movie in a nutshell, I was like, this is why so many people wanted Bernie Sanders. They saw yes, this movie, they saw and, this they movie like, and they were like, this, fuck this the is rich. not good. Fuck the rich. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Eat the children. Yeah. And and it's just like, Oh, and then sad. as he's signing, as he's signing, he's holding Rosalita, up the paper. Rosalita, like the good housekeeper she is, is cleaning out the pockets of Mikey's coat. Yeah, and she finds a satchel of gems. Just Mikey, gems. Mikey's like, oh my god, they didn't take my marble bag because when you watch them pillaging all of uh, One-Eyed Willie's stuff, he empties out his marble bags. He goes, mark my marbles, and then he puts all the gems in his marble bag, and the Fratellis didn't take that. Because the Fratellis were like, oh, that must be a marble bag. And in but, this and then she comes small up, like, bag of gemstones. What's she saying? And he's like, no pen, no no ink, no, no sign. No Don't sign. sign. Don't, Don't sign, sign the, the papers. papers. And in this satchel of gemstones, a small marble bag-sized bag full of gemstones was enough to save the whole 
town. Also, were the Fratellis still on the... What happens to them? They show oh, up, the right? Oh, the get... show up with Sloth. And Sloth's, like, helping them up. And then they take him away. And, of course, Lawrence is like, hey, Sloth, don't worry. You can live with me Can you now. imagine being his mom and being like, absolutely no, he cannot. His mom's like, um, you're going to bring the guy who hasn't brushed his teeth in his entire life and smells like... What did he say? He's like, oh, man, you smell like fish food. You smell I don't like remember. fish. Some Anywho, um, all of a sudden, the p- parents are like, yeah, I guess we're taking this guy in. And like the goondocks get saved. The Fratellis get put away. Mouth makes a uh, makes up with Stephanie because they have this thing. He's like, oh, she's like, you're pretty cute when you're not when your mouth isn't ruining it. And she's like, he's like, yeah, you're pretty cute when your face isn't ruining it. I mean, wow. And then it's courtship. Like- and then Andy and Brand are like kissing. And then, you know, the guys. Oh, and then the very end of the movie, they're like. Holy Mary. Oh, the sheriff stands up and he goes, holy Mary, mother of God. And the pirate ship is just on its had way broken out. out. Oh, yeah. The the Fratelli's triggered another booty trap. And um, why wouldn't you just stay on the fucking boat? Anyways, if because the they Fratellis. thought the whole things came crashing through the boat. Anyway, so they jump into the water, which, like, I'm sorry, in the water, a giant rock falling isn't going to, it's not like it's going to hit the water. And, but like, One-Eyed Willie's just out there with his treasure. And now that the boat is the boat is floating and they're all like, oh, my God. And everyone just went, wow, instead of someone going, there's so much treasure there's on that so boat. Go we have it. to go after the fucking also, boat. who gets all that treasure? Call the Coast Guard. Sail it's into getting the away. By the way, it's maybe, going to Asia. Maybe at that point, at that family. point, yeah, it's going to go to Data's family. Data's like, I already rigged the boat Finally, to go home. the reason we came here to work hard to send money back to our relatives, and we're just literally sending it in a pirate ship. Ah. Uh. And that's the story of the Goonies. Um, it felt amazing for me to watch it again. Um, it's completely held up for me. Oh, I loved oh. it. I understand why it was such a hit for my friends who saw it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. It was cute. I think it's one of those movies where it definitely, I would have appreciated it even more as a kid. But because I am a grown child, most people know this, I'm very immature. Wait, uh-huh. very um, immature. I loved it. I would. St- I still watch the Care Bears movie every once in a while. Like I love childish shit. But I would love to watch that with, a ki- like, you know, have a kid watching that movie. Although there's so many things that they, like, pay phones would confuse a kid. Yeah, totally. It just really made me miss. Wishing wells? We don't want them to have wishes. No. That's, you can't Gross. Have, uh, let your kids have wishes. wishes or dreams. Absolutely a kid not. With, ki- uh, a your kid, kid needs with- an agenda. Yeah. Your kid needs to work because your kid should be a workaholic. Yeah. Grind, Apple doesn't fall far from the desk. they die, which you're going to die soon because uh, global warming is ruining this planet. Yes. I, but like, I just, I don't know if you felt this. Just like, man, as, as much as I go, like, I'm just a workaholic and, and that's how it is. There was a time where like, you didn't have to fucking worry about anything except no. for like, where no. are my friends? Where are we going today? Like I mean, the only is the th- summer, our in the own- summertime yep. when you didn't have school. Yep. Fuck. By the way, our only threat was a rich person building a country club golf course, and no one's doing that in Southern Mississippi. Uh, it's golf trash. It's not good. The hurricanes are gonna come and destroy it. Anyway, well, I think that was fun. And uh, you guys, that was it. Next week, we're taking a break this week. So next week, you strap won't- in yeah. because it's. It's Marvel time. You have a full week to join us on patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Set the tier two and up. So that's $25 and above. We're doing two movies a week. Commentary. Live movie commentary twice a week. We're starting 
with Iron Man 1 and we're going through them in release order instead of chronological because as you know if you've already watched them there's a lot of little nuggets and it'll be better this way trust us and if you don't think so fucking join the Patreon so, and tell it, us take it up with the fucking people on the internet who told us that this is how you have to watch it yeah and uh, we're gonna have special guests it's gonna be amazing it's a fucking superhero adventure and we're starting our internship at Stark Industries next week <sighs> don't forget to follow us at Two Filthy Nerds I can't believe we're interns again Instagram I can I am objectively a failure uh, Instagram and Facebook and uh, go leave us a rating and a review. We love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>